most funny chat. What is that? Every time the theme song comes on, it's like it's the first time I've heard it. It's such a good theme. It really is. Shout out to you, Waterboy, for holding it down. Yeah, yeah. That's a solid fucking theme song. Welcome to Real Nerd Hours, uh, your favorite slice of life podcast, ostensibly about nerd shit, such as Infinity War, because that's what we're talking about today. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of that. (laughs) A lot, a lot, a lot of that. A lot of it. But before we get into Infinity War, I did see another movie a couple weeks back that I feel warrants some discussion. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so what movie is that? Uh, That would be A Quiet Place. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I saw that with Nikki a couple weeks back. And uh, I'm not really a horror movie kind of person. Like, I don't really go for the thrills. And they're often bad writing with unrealistic characters, etc., etc. They're generally pretty bad movies that you just go for, you know, cheap thrills. This was not that. And, you know, I'm sure most people are aware of the movie by now because it's, it's been out for a bit. And it's gotten really good reviews all around, which was why I agreed to go see it in the theaters. And uh, yeah, the movie was really cool. Like, the premise of the movie is that it's a few years in the future. Some aliens came through. They're blind, but they have extremely sensitive hearing. So they're just running around tearing shit up. And this family that's in, like, upstate New York, somewhere very rural, uh... They're just out here surviving, and there's mom, dad, eldest daughter who is deaf, which is relevant, uh, middle son, youngest son, and spoilers, he gets murked. Just, he's just out because he's a kid and he makes noise. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> but then they, the mom and mommy and daddy, love each other very much. Therefore. Uh, mommy gets pregnant again, which seems like a terrible idea. Yes, especially considering the world they live in. Yes. Or solely considering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, like, okay, if you want to have another kid, like, by all means. But hey, maybe not when there's the extremely sensitive hearing death monsters roaming around. Maybe consider that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, so it makes very compelling arguments for safe and legal abortions. <laughs> <laughs> But, uh, yeah, the movie was really cool because it was a very quiet movie, as you might imagine, because these people have to be just about silent. And that also meant that the sound design that was there was very important, that the visuals were also very strong. And it seemed like they did the whole thing with a pretty low budget because it's like one set, really, and only a few characters. Only two actors that are worth mentioning. <laughs> <laughs> Husband and wife duo, John Krasinski and Emily Blount. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, some kids. So it's like, this was probably done on a very cheap budget, but it was very well done. And it was a horror movie. And I'm pretty sure it was independently produced. Like a lot of things that would normally not make for a good movie came together to make for a good movie. Tell me why the eldest daughter looks like the kid from Stranger Things. Uh, Probably because it wanted to evoke some Stranger Things. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, She did a a pretty good job. And I also have some theories on the movie. Um, Spoilers. The family 
lives. <laughs> they, they figure out how to take out the monsters. And I was talking with Connie before I had seen the movie because she saw it before me. And she was just like, how did nobody else figure this out? And my theory is they did. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. But because they were in such a remote location, they didn't have whatever military that was out here just taking out these monsters. They didn't have access to that. Like these guys probably just didn't know that there were more monsters still out. But in New York City, they're probably out here just still living their lives. Yeah, yeah. I saw. So spoiler alert: I saw the ending, or <laughs> rather, I just fast forwarded to the ending. <laughs> um, of uh, well, nope. Of a co- wholly legally obtained copy <laughs> of the movie. Uh, you I just walked into the theater at the very end. Yeah, yeah, that's what I did. Yeah. That sounds about right. So I I took a look and I didn't get the I didn't get the feeling that they were trying to say like, oh, they figured it out first, or of everybody in the world they figured this out. Because it seems like Anybody could have figured out yeah. how to kill them, right? It was a little obvious. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, they can hear really well? Well, why don't we just fuck up their hearing? Yeah. <laughs> so, I was thinking, I was just like, well, how many other people have tried this and just got eaten? Yeah. Because you saw how many of those things ran towards the house yeah. immediately after they heard the gunshot. Yeah, there were three in the area. So, uh-huh. it's like, okay, here's two more right now. And yep. provided that no one else, none of the other monsters came from elsewhere. But yeah. Yeah, man. Could have been crazy. Could have been real fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It was an interesting movie. Uh, the reason why I didn't want to see it all the way in theaters is because uh, it was very quiet. Yeah. And like being around people in a quiet room is real weird, especially when you're opening up beers that you're not supposed to have or drinking <laughs> a shitload of alcohol that you're not supposed to have. Oh, man. Seeing it in theaters was weird because it was a pretty full theater. And like I had snacks with me that were legally purchased at the theater. Uh, <laughs> but like I had a bag of trail mix and I'm like, I don't. I just opened this, but I am not going to be the one guy just <laughs> munching on nuts and M&M's. <laughs> like, yeah, apparently that was an issue for a lot of people. Like, munching on nachos, kids talking. But, I mean, I don't know why you're bringing kids to see a horror movie. Yeah, that's literally <laughs> called A Quiet Place. Yo, chill. With, with everywhere on the internet that's got like aggregate reviews, you couldn't just look at one of them and, you know, see that the tagline says it's actually a quiet movie. Yeah. You should just not bring kids or something. Right? And that's one of the biggest ironies in movie theaters. They changed this a little while ago, but they used to have like the screen that said like, "Oh, be careful of how much noise you're moving making in the theater or whatever." And they have, like, people on their cell phone, people talking. And they always very, very conspicuously forgot the people eating popcorn or playing with wrappers on their food because that's how they make their money. Oh, yeah. And that that shit, I want to say, is one of my top ten annoyances or top three annoyances. Like, people eating popcorn real loudly or playing with wrappers and... um Let's see. Oh, old people talking because they're never as quiet as they think they are. Yeah. There was someone, I forget who it was that was telling me this, but they saw the movie with an old couple sitting right behind them 
and I guess the husband had bad eyesight. So anytime there were subtitles on the screen, the wife would be telling him, but his hearing also wasn't great, so she had to do so pretty loudly. <laughs> Go fucking figures. So she didn't like that movie. I, I, I wouldn't have seen it in all the way in theaters as I didn't, <laughs> as, as I did not do all the way in theaters. All right. Yeah. I, I think it's an interesting premise. I think they did a good job with it mm-hmm. uh, of what I saw. So it was so far anyway. I thought the creature design was really well done. Yeah. Yeah. It was, um, it was cool. The so, way, you know, and it, it had a functional design because it had like these plates on its head that were like, that could separate and it made for like multi-directional hearing. And like, that's cool. And you know, it, it's freaky, but it's also functional. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I like when, character design creature design is clearly a result of its environment so yeah yeah. good good stuff would recommend yeah uh i have no opinion (laughs) (laughs) yeah i've been listening to a lot of podcasts recently all right we'll get into infinity war sooner or later yeah we'll we'll get there it's don't worry it's coming yeah it's it's coming it's only been like i don't know nine and a half minutes so far yeah we'll, we'll so get come there. on guys you waited come 10 on. years for that movie <laughs> uh listening to a lot of podcasts recently uh there's one that's surprisingly good <laughs> like i don't i typically when i find a podcast it's dog shit because a most lot of them are yeah they're real fucking bad. So, uh, this one is called Oh No, Ross and Carrie. And they do like paranormal investigations. They look into things like flat earthers, haunted houses, oh UFOs, all kinds of shit. Okay. But they actually do it really fucking well. Hmm. So, they, in the latest episode, uh, I'm pretty sure it was the latest one. It could have been last week's or this week's, depending on when you're hearing this. I don't know. Um, so what they did was they went to a guy's house who said it was haunted. Uh, and he had said like, oh, yeah, you know, we had the local ghost hunting company come out and try to sense ghosts. We had a, um, what's that person called? It starts with a P. It's not necessarily a psychic, but it's like the same thing as a psychic. Whatever. We're going to call it a psychic. Yeah, <laughs> they had a psychic come out and like try to get vibes off the house or whatever. So Ross and Carrie go over the, to the house. They spend the night there and they do their own type of investigation. Mm-hmm. And they one of the things that I really respect about the show is that they don't mock the people that they're talking to. Yeah, it's it's I don't I don't like when in an interview of any sort that the interviewer is clearly looking down upon them. Like it's it's one thing to to engage their their beliefs and you know kind of question what they're saying, but like when there's an air of condescension, it's just I don't know, it just feels mean. Yeah, yeah, and they it's always real respectful. So check that shit out, especially check out their series on the flat Earth from around October of last year. All right, it's really really interesting shit. Uh, that interview with the flat earther towards the end gets real hard to listen to, <laughs> like the the leaps in logic that person makes, and like how mm, how crazy their belief system is is like, is a bit much. One thing that I find absolutely hilarious about the flat earth theory is that they 
most of them, except that all of the other planets are observably round. Oh, is that real? For yeah, real? Yeah, because you can see it. Like, you can see on a telescope, like, that these planets rotate. Because you can, there are points that you can point out on Mars. And so they're like, oh, yeah, Mars is round. Oh, yeah, the moon's round. Okay, so not Earth? No, 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 not Earth. The Earth is a dome <laughs> on top of it that just holds in all the light. And, <laughs> and you know, the the moon and the sun are on tracks. <laughs> yep. That's, that's one of the fun things that I learned about. The, apparently, the Earth is just on tracks. Yeah, I, I, I don't fucking get it. And of course, you know, not all of them are, are in the same consensus of like how the Earth is necessarily shaped. It, yeah. It's like it's flat. It's not a sphere. But is is it domed on top? Is it like just straight up? Is it a cube? Like what's good? <laughs> <laughs> it's a pizza with the box lid still on. Yeah. <laughs> it's got the little table like in the middle so that when you close the box, it doesn't, doesn't get all the pepperonis. Oh, exactly. That's yeah. where Antarctica is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in the middle. I think that's one of the theories, right? Really? Antarctica is just like in the middle of the globe. Or Have these people ever been plane? on a plane? Uh, they took a level one person took a level on a plane and sat it in the windowsill <laughs> and used that as evidence to prove that the earth is flat uh, oh, because man. their argument was uh if you're in a plane the the plane's nose has to dip every once in a while to make sure it stays in the globe so it doesn't f- fly straight off of the planet uh which is spherical so this guy takes a level on a plane and he videotapes it and uses that as evidence that the world Earth is flat. Could you imagine the person sitting next to him like, the fuck is this? <laughs> and he's sitting there like, oh, I got you, motherfuckers. Yeah, he, he really did think he had something. But as explained in one of the episodes, uh, he gave a talk at like the Flat Earth Convention. And he essentially was just like, you don't have to believe me. Just do your own research. Yeah. This is the stuff I collected. Do your own research. <laughs> and it's it's real real baffling to me. It's real baffling. Yeah, that's... They did a they did a good job. Check it out. All right. All right, now on to the main event. Yep. Uh Infinity War. Infinity War. I, I guess we should talk about it first without spoilers, but honestly, there's not a whole lot you can talk about. Yeah. I mean, the the funny thing about the movie is that it's <laughs> difficult to spoil, and it's also difficult not to spoil. Yeah. There are story elements in the movie that, without having seen the 10 years prior, uh, it if it were spoiled, it wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> yes. Or even if you missed like three or four of those movies, like let's say you didn't really fuck with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, you would have little to no frame of reference for Thanos. Yeah, there's a. There were some articles criticizing the movie that were saying like, "Oh, they don't they don't explain anything," and everyone's like, "Yeah, because they." set this up for 10 years like it's not going to hold your hand through it this movie was long enough as it was we don't need backstory we don't need explanation we know we synced them yeah so the way that i consider the movie is essentially it's a season finale yeah and much like any television season finale if you start on the finale and you don't watch anything that preceded it you're not gonna know what the fuck is going on yeah 
And there's no way for you to be able to guess at it either. <laughs> yeah. Even if you read the comics but never saw any of the movies, you still wouldn't. You would have like a vague idea yeah. of who these characters are, but like you would still have no idea about the movie the, itself. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot that. I mean, the required reading for the movie, I would say, is Civil War, Avengers 2, Spider Man, and. Um, Thor three and Guardians two probably yeah, yeah. Guardians would really help the first Guardians not the second one yeah 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 more the first one than the second yeah I mean I guess you really could watch either pretty much yeah yeah but that's kind of like what you should watch you don't you don't have to have seen all of them to really get it also Black Panther would help yeah it would <laughs> <laughs> but like. If you haven't seen any of those, or if you haven't seen any of the other movies, there's no point in trying to see it. Like, no, no, like it, just don't even watch it. It'll probably still be somewhat enjoyable because it's pretty to look at, but like, you're not gonna have any emotional connection with any of the characters that are going through this fucking crisis. Yeah, that's very true. Yeah, uh, overall, I I enjoyed the movie quite a lot. It's it's very well done. There's a whole lot for it to handle. And I think that movie does a fantastic job of it. There's some movies where I felt like it just didn't know what it was trying to do because it was justice league. Yeah. Justice league, amazing Spider-Man two. Like so many of these movies take on so many storylines that they don't know what, how to, how to juggle all this. This movie does a great job of that. Yeah, for the most part it does. There, we'll get into it later, what my gripes are. But <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, to be completely honest with you, the way that I look at it being like a season finale, I think it's quite possibly like the best season finale of anything that I've ever seen. That doesn't mean that I think it's like the greatest movie in the world. Sure. Because it's definitely, I would argue that one of its major flaws is that even if you missed... You could like go without watching Ant Man. Oh, totally. And you'd be perfectly fine. Yeah. But if you don't see Doctor Strange, you won't have any idea what the fuck the. Uh, oh yeah, with the time stones. Is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, there's there's like, and I understand why they did it the way they did, and that's not necessarily a fault of theirs. But like, I think they could have done better explaining a lot of things, but. You my know. my justification for that is that the movie was very long and it felt long. Yeah, yeah, it did. It wasn't it wasn't that it was boring at any point or like that I wanted it to be over, but it felt long, you know. And man, trying to explain any of that would have just added so much to it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You have a point. So I rescind that. It, uh, yeah, I'm, I still think your complaint is valid it's just there's a reason so it's like you kind of gotta let it go yeah no yeah i i understand where you're coming from um yeah let's see is there anything else that we can actually talk about without spoilers yeah Uh, well the last thing i'll say regarding without spoilers is that they did a great job with thanos and the movie is very pretty like Marvel has really stepped up their cinematography game in like the last like the last half of last year and then until now it looks good. So if you want to check it out, check it out. 
do the required reading first. Yeah, it's definitely difficult for me to recommend this movie to anybody who hasn't seen the majority of the previously released movies. Yeah. Uh, it would be impossible for me to say like, oh, yeah, definitely check this out. <laughs> yeah, this is not one of those hop right in kind of movies. Definitely not. Uh, make it be take your time. Go rent each and every single one of those movies or buy them. Don't yeah, buy don't them. Buy just them. rent them. <laughs> uh, and then watch each one. I'm sure there are plenty of guides online that will tell you like what order you should watch them in. Yeah. And then after you after you discover the order, watch them in the roll up to the next movie. And then you won't have to wait a year to get closure <laughs> on the story. Yep. Because there is Infinity War Part 2 coming out just about a year to the day. Yep. Yep. All right, we're going to get into spoilers. Spoiler talk, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm going to put a little sound drop in here. Round one. We're going to jump straight to the ending. So, yeah, I mean, uh, the, I guess the first thing to say is all of our predictions were wrong. Yes. <laughs> like, yes. Just fucking all of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Except that Thanos, except that death wouldn't be an actual character. Like that was the one thing that's like, okay, they can't really do this. When Red Skull showed up, I was like, oh, is that supposed to be death? Like what's going on here? Yeah. yeah. But, and I was like, oh. Okay, you're back. That's cool, I guess. (laughs) And why did that particular stone take him to that place? I think it was like... I mean, the Tesseract was the space stone, so it makes sense that it teleported him somewhere rather than just killing him. Yeah. That did make a deal of sense. But then, why did it make him the Guardian of the Soul Stone? Like, (laughs) that doesn't... (laughs) Whatever. fucking weird. (laughs) Whatever. Okay. Yeah, uh, the planet they landed on was pretty gorgeous. Yeah, it it was... so it was so pretty that when I saw it the second time, I recorded it. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> super illegal. Just for that FBI, one little come scene. get this man. Come get this man. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll confess. There's only pictures. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, good looking plan. I need to talk about this end real quick. Yeah, I don't yeah, know yeah, if yeah. I I discuss this with you. Mm, but, no. Okay, so here's the theory. This is how the ultimate universe is created. Oh, yeah, you did mention that. Oh, did I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, fuck. Oh, I thought that was a pretty solid theory, man. <laughs> I don't okay. know about that one. So, those of you listening at home who have seen the movie, at the end, you know how he like makes everybody disintegrate? He dusts everyone. They're not dead. They're just gone into another universe, and then they become the heroes of that universe. And that's how you get Spider-Man 1866. That's how you get ultimate... Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's how you get Ultimate Black Panther. That's how you get all sorts of different things. Man, it is I mean, possible. They're not gonna. They're legit not gonna do <laughs> Spider Man eighteen sixty six or whatever fucking year it was. But this is this is fun to think about. It, that is a fun. It is a fun thought. Actually, they are making an animated Ultimate Spider Man movie. Oh, are they? Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Is that the one with Miles Morales? Yeah, but also Peter Parker. 
So it's oh. like it's actually just the ultimate universe. So well, doesn't in order for Miles to become Peter comes so, back. Don't worry, uh-huh. it's comic books. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 But, uh, but none of them are dead. None of oh, them no, are of dead. course not. Like, well, no one that got dusted is dead. Yes. But the people who died before then, Loki, Heimdall, Gamora, yeah, I think you they're You notice out. how they kill Heimdall first? Yeah, I did yeah. notice that. Yeah. <laughs> and then they killed Gamora. Yeah, I did yeah. notice. And they took out Black Panther and yeah. they took out the Falcon. But yep. they did leave Rhodey because you can't kill off all your darks. <laughs> you can't remove all the color. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, I was shit. surprised by the people that they took out. Like Winter Soldier, it's like, okay, yeah, you're kind of expendable. Like, fine. Black yeah. Panther, like, yo, my God. <laughs> he, they just, he, he doesn't have a sequel coming up. <laughs> like, oh, all shit. of the Guardians except for Rocket yeah. out. Like, yeah, I mean, it, basically it's everyone but the original Avengers plus War Machine plus Rocket. Yes. And that's it. That'd be really funny if uh, Don Cheadle disintegrated and Terrence Howard came back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hey, guys, what did I miss? <laughs> this is Lucius Lyon. Man, I wonder how Terrence Howard feels about that. Like, that he that could have been him in all of these movies making all this money. Well, I mean, I'm sure he's doing better with... Uh, with Empire. With Empire now. Yeah, yeah probably. But... Well, I mean, he would. It's not like Don Cheadle's a household name now. I mean, it's just, for me, he was a household name prior, but yeah, you know. because of Hotel Rwanda for a lot of things. Yeah, that dude, that dude's serious as fuck. Yeah, but I mean, I haven't really seen him in anything else since he became. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably because he's got to have his schedule open. I saw him in the Kendrick Lamar music video. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think he had a show for a little bit. Maybe that was canceled. Ooh, I don't know. I have no idea. I don't watch I enough TV. Dude. So, you know, you could tell me he had a show. You could tell me it was great. I would have no idea. Yeah, same. Same. Anyway. Movie ends, uh, and Thanos just sits down, and he has a huge sigh of relief. I have so many fucking problems with this. Really? How things led up to the end. So, this is one of this. I don't even think this is nitpicky. I think it was just really shitty writing on their part. (laughs) Because earlier in the film, Wong cuts off a dude's arm with a portal, right? Mm -hmm. Doctor Strange had multiple chances to either cut off his arm or cut off his head using the portal. Because we've seen the portals move in the past in Doctor Strange. They could have killed him multiple times right there. Like, not even, not even just like, oh, uh, maybe, maybe. No, like, yeah, 100%. They had him stuck in place, dog. They could have cut off his fucking head. They definitely could have. But, well, okay, I guess. Or his arm. Like, yeah. move the portal around Peter and Iron Man. Yeah. And you just close the portal around his arm and you've got the gauntlet. Right. It's and, not difficult. And it's it's definitely only a left-handed gauntlet. He can't really fit <laughs> his right hand into that. Exactly. And then on top of that, um, Chris Pratt, Star-Lord, is hitting him in the face with a gun rather than just shooting, shooting him. 
Yeah. It doesn't make any fucking sense. And it's just like, dog, you guys, this isn't this isn't something where it's like me nitpicking. This is just really shitty writing. Basically, one of my biggest gripes of the whole movie is that everyone almost everyone is completely underpowered for how they've already been established. Vision was bitch mode the entire movie. Yeah. Oh, I got stabbed once and I'm in love. Uh. Yeah. That's I mean, like the whole movie only takes place over the like two or three days like it's pretty quick chronologically but i mean like they could have fixed him like he should have been up to snuff at least by the second fight yeah and so like why is he bitch mode the entire movie uh, it's to elicit more sympathy for Wanda. Or no, I know. I mean, I I get why from a storytelling standpoint yeah, yeah. and like how it makes him more of a character and etc. But yo, the dude's got a mind stone like in his fucking forehead. Like he should be out here just like, oh, you came to mess with me. I'm going to just mind control you because that can I can do that. We've already proven that with Loki's scepter. <laughs> you know what's crazy? Actually, this is another big problem that I have with the movie. They could have killed Vision like way earlier in the movie and just had like Thanos wonder where they killed him. Like, and they, they he wouldn't have been able to rewind side. We don't trade lives. <laughs> I thought that was so stupid. Like, Vision, Vision's out here saying, like, yo, kill me. Just do it. Just take the Mind Stone out. I'll, it's fine. I'm a robot. I've only been alive for like two years. Yeah. Yeah. They, they could have done a lot of different things. Yeah. But my, my problems, I mean, with even with that said, even the poorly written season finale or the first half of the season finale, I still think it's a good movie. But like those problems are hard for me to fucking overlook, man. The, the other thing that I was going to say with them being underpowered was Thanos himself. Like, I like that he himself is vulnerable. Like he's not he's not a god the whole time, you know, like he can he can win a fist fight with the Hulk. But. You know, if he did actually get stabbed in the neck, he would have died, you know? like Yes. I like that, you know, he's powerful but beatable. However, when he had four of the stones and he's fighting, like, you know, ten people. Okay, cool. He, he yanks down a moon. Like, that's cool. But you know what else he could have done? He could have done what he did to the Guardians of the Galaxy in that scene earlier and just turned everyone into ribbons. Yeah. Like, yeah. that would have just been the end of the fight. Like, that's it. Or, or rather than like balancing out the universe by killing half of its population, he could have made twice of like two times every planet <laughs> right. and then just moved half the population of these planets to other planets. Like, or, you know, make infinite resources. You yeah. Know? There's so many ways he could have done that, but, you know. Or Doctor Strange could have gone back in time, pretty far back, gotten to find out where uh, Thor's ship got ambushed and killed him. There right with one of his moving portals yeah I, there, there's so many fucking things they could have done there it's are really there disappointing. are a lot of ways they could have either side could have won more easily so here here's an idea here's an idea for any anybody who's listening to this who may or may not be an aspiring screenwriter uh take it from me i've written one screenplay and i it was terrible so <laughs> i know everything about screenwriting uh two things not to include in your script if you can avoid it one is an all-powerful item that makes you a god yeah, uh, a lot of questions will come up around that. So, for instance, like we just asked, why didn't he just turn everybody into ribbons? He could have. He could have done that. That would have been way easier. Yeah. Uh, w- 
and don't include time travel. Ooh, time travel is real fucky. Yeah, and how the fuck... One of the things that really <laughs> fucking pissed me off about Doctor Strange's part, he was just like, I went through 14 million realities, yeah. and we only win once. And it's like, bitch, what about the latter 14 million, right? There are different... There, there are far more numbers than 14 million. There are infinite outcomes. Yeah. You could have just, I don't know, looked more. It's not like you were running out of fucking time, dog. You are literally wearing a device that can stop time. You can stop time and you can look at infinite possibilities. You can literally find out how to win in any circumstance. In, any. Yeah, in, in, in an infinite configuration of ways. Because as soon as one thing splinters off, it's like, oh, that's another route. Granted, yeah. That would be pretty tiring. Yeah, it would. <laughs> but he's he's Doctor Strange, and he's got a time travel stone. Yeah, it's yeah. It's, I it, that's why you don't include time travel in your stories because, or you set up the rules for the time travel, right? Because this motherfucker came back to life like four million times, <laughs> yeah. fighting Dormammu yeah. in his movie. So it's not it's not as if he can't do it. Yeah, he can, and it's not like he's bound by arbitrary rules. Doesn't matter. Yeah, no, you can just kind of keep going. And he, I, <laughs> he literally could have frozen time. Man, yeah, I don't, I don't really. I I accept it for what it was, but it does leave a lot of questions. Yeah, it does for a lot of different reasons. Now to move to more positive things, I feel like as a blow off for the last ten years, I think it worked really well. The way that I see it now in retrospect, they had no idea that they were building up to this. Oh yeah. In most of those movies, I, I want to say in the last five years, they may have figured out this is the direction sure. that they want to go in. But prior to that, they had no fucking idea. I mean, there was, there was, you know, they had been hinting at Thanos for a while, like since the, since the first Avengers movie, but you know, that it wasn't like that. This screenplay was already done. You know, they didn't know how well some of these things would do. Like, I feel like Black Panther's part was underwritten because they didn't know how Black Panther would do. Exactly. So it's like, okay, well, he's obviously going to be in the movie, but you didn't have that big of a part. Yeah. They were probably kind of hedging their bets. They could have made a more cohesive story, even if it was like a C plot or something in Mm -hmm. those films. They could have done something to explore the idea more than they were like the idea of Thanos as like a world threat or even even they could have just ditched the entire second Avengers movie and made it about something else completely oh well but they have to get to uh they got to get to Vision somehow oh yeah that's right I forgot about Vision yeah it's it's kind of funny because like some of the worst movies throughout the Marvel throughout the MCU are kind of critical to the underlying plot like Thor 2 was probably probably the worst movie in the MCU but that's where the reality stone came from and it kind of like explained how powerful that one stone is yeah (laughs) (laughs) oh man they could have done they could have done a better job oh man that that was just a bad movie (laughs) yeah the, the first two Thor movies were fucking terrible yeah they figured out what they wanted to do with Thor when they did like Thor's on vacation the video with yeah just the little side shit yeah that's exactly where they figured it out yeah and I that was so much better. Like Thor has become such a better character like after 
Avengers 2. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Here's something else that, that really bothered me. Like, right at the end, where he throws the axe into Thanos' chest. Yeah. Rather than aiming for the head. I, I was like, okay, so Thor is a trained killer. He's been killing things for a very long time. Do you really expect me to believe that he wouldn't have aimed for his head? Maybe he just missed. I mean, like, <laughs> uh, that's a possibility. I guess that's that's more nitpicky of anything. Yeah. But it's it's still something I thought about. He's a trained killer. He's been killing people for thousands of years. Yeah, he, literally. He, he knows where the head is. <laughs> Did he really want to whisper sweet nothings into that dude's ear? Man, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I would say Thor and Thanos were probably the best parts of that movie. Thor and Thanos. Like, Thanos for completely different reasons, but, like, just as as individual characters. Like, every part with Thor and then, like, the development of Thanos yeah, okay, yeah. I, I really fucked with Thanos as a character. Uh, when I watched it a second time, one of the things I really paid attention to was, like, how much do they foreshadow this? How much do they really set up, like, where this is going? And throughout the whole thing, it's shown that he does have a sense of mercy. Like, he never kills someone senselessly. He kills people when they attack him or if they're just part of the culling, like... He never just, like, offs someone for the sake of it. He does it because, you know, he's, like, the mad titan that's like, oh, I want to take out half of everyone. But, like, if you're part of that surviving half, you're good. I, it still bothers me that he came up with the number. He just opted for half. Yeah, it's clean. It's, <laughs> he was like, ah, it could be a third of you, but you know what? Half will do. Half will be fine. Yeah, Fuck know, it. He's dead set in his ways, but you know what? <laughs> but then, like... Um, when, like, he, he could have killed the Guardians of the Galaxy when they, when they come to him. He could have just, you're dead. Mm-hmm. I mean, not necessarily a literal snap that comes later, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but he could have actually killed them, and he chooses not to. Or, like, when, when his henchman, Ebony Maw, when he's dead, he's clearly, like, sad about that. And you think that, oh, because he's this dictator and, you know, that he's out to kill a lot of people. You would think that he feels very cheaply about life, but no, he actually treasures it. And that shows like in his facial expressions and his words. And I really respect how they, how they portrayed him. Yeah. It's a, it was a good portrayal, especially for a character that you essentially are seeing for the first time. Yeah. Never mind the end of credit sequences where he's sitting in a fucking chair (laughs) and he says like a line. Yeah. But he, they really did a great job of expressing who he was. And shout outs to them for not having him wear the helmet. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. Or like in the very beginning. The, yeah, towards the beginning he wears it. But like not during the movie. It was cool. Um, Thor's character developed really well as well. Yep. You can see like an actual change in him. Especially since Thor 3 where mm-hmm. he's just kind of a happy-go-lucky dumb guy. <laughs> but... Oh, God. <laughs> this is another thing that I just fucking thought about. Um, I don't even want to bring it up. Talk your talk. If you have to cut it out, then you have to cut it out. <laughs> so, you know how Wanda jumps out of the building and then goes and fixes the problem for everybody? Yeah. Why the fuck wasn't she out there in the first place? I mean, that's what they say. Why, well, like, I think the idea was that because she's the only person that can take out the, the Mind Stone... That they needed her to do that as soon as possible. They have radios. 
They have radio. They could have put like Steve Rogers in there and have him kick it, right? Because he could fight that dude, right? Yeah. Or was he like a psychic? No, uh, he wasn't know, the no, psychic. One. No, yeah. He could have. He, he could have fought, fought that guy. Yeah. He, I mean, he did fight that guy earlier. Yeah. He took his spear and everything. Yeah. So it would have been perfectly fine. Yeah, uh, it would have. Yeah. No. Another thing, actually, about that same scene, when they open up the the barrier, running in was the absolute worst idea they could have done. They had multiple people that have long-range weapons. When you create a funnel like that, oh, you could it's just literally shooting fish fire. in a barrel. You yeah. could just fire on those people repeatedly. Yeah, and like if they once they spread out, once they go wide, okay, now your infantry can take them on, or like your vanguard. But like you've got all kinds of long-range weapons here. Why would you break formation? Yeah, and why wouldn't you just have Rhodey go out and destroy their landing pods? Right. He could just rain fire. I, like, I guess the more we look into it, the less sense it makes tactically. I mean, yeah. Well, that one bothered me like right out the gate because like you have a bottleneck here. This is like the best tactical position you can have and you just ruined that. Yeah, you could really just make it rain. And like he could have just shot precision missiles into the crowd yeah. that was right behind them too. <laughs> just lobbing shots. Oh, man. <laughs> It, yeah, it was bad tactically, but, you know, it makes for a cool scene where you get to have everyone actually doing something instead of, one, instead of just Rhodey. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, well. Yeah. 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 Anyway, Thor's portrayal, very good. Very good. You know, He grows a lot as a character. Uh, I like the exchange between him and Chris Pratt. That was fun. The, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I would watch a movie with them in it. Definitely. It's a good time. Yeah, there was, there was a lot of little things that I really enjoyed about it. Um, I, I thought it was funny that Tony Stark and Doctor Strange really didn't get along because they're very similar characters. They're the snarky, intelligent, rich douchebag. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, they're essentially the same character, but they hate each other because one of them's more jokey joke and the other one's more serious. Yeah. You know what? I'd be interested to see how they handle their problems going forward after this. Yeah. Because you would think that after witnessing the destruction of half of the planet or being part of the destruction of half the planet, uh, they would come back with like a different outlook on life. So (laughs) the villain from Doctor Strange that comes back uh, from the initial movie, the guys that's like, uh, oh yeah, um, I want to take Baron back Mordo. Magic. Yeah, is that his name? No, Baron Mordo was um, no, yeah, the, yeah, the black guy. Oh, the black guy is that Baron Mordo? Oh, no, um, wait, shit. His name is like Tweetly Okafor or something like that. That's that's the uh, isn't that the actor's name? Yeah, that's the actor. Yeah, name. yeah, yeah, but, yeah. That's right. Yeah, Mordo was was Mad Mickelson. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I oh, want to see when he comes back in the next movie and Doctor Strange is like, okay, you're here. I mean, like, I just fucking fought Thanos. Yeah, I, and uh, I've stopped Dormammu. Yeah, like, like, what are you gonna, like, what are you going to do? Yeah. Like, really, what are you going to do? You got nothing on me, yeah, Playboy. Yeah, actually, that's, that is an interesting thought. Because, like, one of the issues that a lot of crit- critics have had regarding a lot of the superhero movies, not just Marvel, but, like, the scale of everything is huge, usually. Like, it's, okay, we're destroying New York, but it's going to be like, yo, if we don't stop them here, they take over the world. 
or like, yo, we're literally dropping a city, <laughs> like that kind of stuff. So when you have to scale it down, it feels kind of whatever. But, you know, it works for Spider-Man because, you know, he's just a kid. But now Spider-Man has been part of the destruction of half the universe. (laughs) (laughs) That's a lot to come back to to go to high school over. Yeah, yeah. You would think. So I guess realistically what will probably end up happening is like they wipe everybody's memories. I think that's like the only way you could. Yeah, you but the way that you i don't know how you make it exciting for audiences yeah right? like how do how do you do that and then make the rest of this cuz you know it's not done after infinity war so it's like what do you do after that you bring everybody back wipe their memories and then you have them fight boring ass villains again yeah you bring back eric <laughs> or jordan michael jordan Jordan? Oh, Michael B. Jordan? Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah just bring back Killmonger. Like, oh, hey. <laughs> yeah, you go back too far in time, Killmonger's still alive. And, you know, I would actually be okay with that. I just want more of him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. It, it, it's an interesting problem to solve. I mean, not to say that I don't think they're going to do it well uh, at the beginning. I don't think it'll be terrible. No, no. They'll probably move a lot off of feedback from their viewers. Mm-hmm. Because the next two movies are Ant-Man and Wasp and... Captain Marvel. Captain Marvel. And then Infinity War. And then so like Infinity every, War. So everything that has a character that got dusted is after in part yeah. two. Yeah. But I don't know what time period at man and wasp take place in it has to be before that it's got to be like right before it yeah because apparently they're under house arrest or some shit yeah some yeah well, that was some disrespectful shit they just write off <laughs> hawkeye and ant-man with one line yeah yeah they're under house arrest yeah whatever it's like what the fuck so apparently i'm hoping that at least hawkeye's in the next movie and ant-man and wasp so it shows why they're both under house arrest. Right. Which is really strange because, like, when you have a threat like Thanos, you would assume, much like calling somebody that you've got beef with, being under house arrest maybe isn't the biggest deal in the <laughs> yeah, world. Yeah, you know what? We'll be all right. Yeah, you you let them out. You, 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 oh, my goodness. Could you imagine Giant Man just stomping on all those fucking creatures? Right. Yeah, it would have been real effective. And then they start crawling on him. He's like, hey, oh, hey. Hey, all yeah. com- comedy like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Now, another thing which will be addressed in the next movie, but it is a little bit questionable. I would assume that there were other beings that were aware that Thanos was out here collecting infinity stones. Like, yes, it all happened very quickly, but I feel like it wouldn't have just been people who happened to have stones who knew about this. He destroyed Xandar. Like, yes. like a week ago. They covered that. <laughs> about a week ago. <laughs> so there should have been other people after him. And yes. I find that a little odd. I mean, I get it. Dude, the movie, you can't it's be two intro- and a half hours like, long. We can't be introducing new characters. <laughs> can't make it two hours and 45 minutes introducing like another party. Yeah. I get it, but it is odd that, like, the Nova Corps, like, they had people outside of Xander. Like, there should have been Nova Corps on his ass. There should have been Captain Marvel. There should have been, 
you know, just other people who would have faced this literal existential threat. Yeah, yeah. they're gonna explain away why Captain Marvel wasn't there. I'm sure. I I I I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm sure they're gonna explain it away, but as like, of right now, that is something that I'm like, really guys? She was captured by the Kroll is and is on the Kroll homeworld. Yeah, yeah. But you know, once half of them get wiped out, then she can <laughs> just bust her way out and we're good. <laughs> exactly. Uh, she doesn't disappear, but her guards do. Ha <laughs> <laughs> convenient. <laughs> Hawkeye doesn't disappear. Mm-hmm. Ant-Man doesn't disappear. Wasp? Oh, I'm sorry. She's gone. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> she's got her own. She's got her own title now. It's just called Wasp. They don't make honey, but they do make money. Ha <laughs> <sighs> Got anything else to say about that joint? Yeah. So, I mean, I, I guess I just, I didn't really see it coming that they were just going to off Gamora. Like, oh, for yeah. real? Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> that was cool. I was like, hey, I respect that decision. I respect it. And it makes sense as to why. Oh, yeah. That torture shit with uh, Nebula. Yeah. Kind of hard to watch. That was a little rough. I was like, God damn, dog. That's your daughter, you. Yeah. Not his favorite, though. Nope, not his favorite daughter. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Let's see. Can I think of anything else to say? Oh, yeah. You know, despite all the negative things that I've had to say today, I don't want you to think that I don't like it i did enjoy it yeah there were just a lot of plot problems that i had when when you scrutinize it there's a lot that doesn't really make sense but that doesn't make it a not enjoyable movie yes it was really cool pretty much from start to finish i i liked just about everything about it yeah except basically anything involving scarlet witch and vision was probably like the low point of that for me yeah, I thought they were going to get done up at the very beginning of the movie. Right? I was just like, yo, this is a great way to start this out. <laughs> yeah. Just, just, yo, you out. Just murder on murder on murder oh, on man. murder. That would have been really good. But, alas, they yeah. didn't. Oh, I, I guess the last thing that I have on the movie is more meta. Because I saw it twice. The first time I saw it was opening night and it was like a pretty serious crowd. Cause everyone's just trying to take it in, I guess the, like the one outburst was like when Thor shows up at the end, that's when people cheered, which was a cool fucking moment. Like that, that was all right. When, get, he, when he showed up to the fight the first time no, at the, at the very, at the end. very end when, when he like threw the axe yeah, into his chest. No, no. When he teleports in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That that's, you know, just brings, down all the thunder and fire and shit. It's cool. So people were cheering for that. Second crowd I went to see it with was much more loud. And so they were cheering for like anytime anyone showed up. So it's like, oh, Captain America. Oh, Black Panther. (laughs) Just like, oh, okay, cool. It's going to be like that, huh? But uh, (laughs) at the end, (laughs) there was a girl that was losing her shit. Like, because I guess Winter Soldier was her man's. Oh. And she was upset. She was fucking bawling because the credits were kind of (laughs) quiet. Oh, shit. She's sitting there like, how could they do that to him? Oh, jeez. He just came back. Oh, no. (laughs) That sounds very embarrassing. Oh, man. It was... Very entertaining for me. <laughs> Yikes. But yeah, 
uh, it was fun watching the crowd like after the movie's done, like everyone with their real like sad faces. I had a big old dumb smile on my face. I was I was very amused because I was sitting next to uh, to Connie and we were just riffing the whole movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was I felt it at the end, but like not like these people. <laughs> I I thought it was an appropriate ending. It made because, sense because essentially the the most like hard hitting thing you get is like Tony possibly having PTSD. Yeah. Like he kind of has PTSD, but everybody else is kind of just fine throughout. Yeah. There's not necessarily like major loss. Yeah. Is there maybe, am I making that up? What's his name's dad gets killed, but like that didn't make much sense either. Right. Like if he was a black Panther, couldn't he withstand an explosion like that? He wasn't wearing the suit. I, I mean, but he drank the berry, right? Drink the I mean, I, I guess. But maybe he's also it's old. old. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe they know. strip him away once he gives up the title. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Who knows? But in any case, like, yeah, there's not a whole lot. Like, there's no major characters that die. Mm-hmm. Like, the most major character that died before that was Quicksilver. And that's more or less it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, I, you were introduced in this movie and you're gone. <laughs> Yeah, not a surprise. Yeah, but like now we've got three major characters that are probably dead for good. And then I think like seven or eight other major characters, like main characters that just dusted. Mm, We'll see because they're going to they're for sure going to come back. Well, the people that got dusted for sure are back. But the question is ultimate universe. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) the question is. You know, does Gamora come back? Yeah, they'll probably turn back time far enough. Who knows? You know, and then I guess destroy we'll see. The stones. I guess we'll see. But if I had to guess, because that's that's really the only way you can do it, right? Because I mean, you can't just have somebody run up on them, steal the gauntlet, and be like, "All right, this is how we're going to do the things right now." Yeah, you know, we're just going to turn back time. If we I can turn back time. time. Do, do, do. If, if I, I could, could find, find a way, da, 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 da. yeah. So they steal the gauntlet from him, and then they turn back time. I, yeah. I guess I don't know. It, I don't know how exactly they're going to do it because I feel like doing a straight up rewind is really weak. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's going to be like a record <laughs> scratch. Oh, I bet you're wondering how I ended up here. Yeah, like that—that's mad weak. I—I I don't know. They could do something where it's like, okay, Captain Marvel comes through, she beats up Thanos, she ends up killing him, but it turns out that that was her only friend, so she has to. <laughs> <laughs> you did it! You fucking did it! I forgot! I forgot to do it! God damn it! That's good. That was a good one. Yeah, yep. that was a good one. So reset the Earth. Got a new moon. Yada yada. <laughs> Damn, if anything, this would have been perfect for that. It would have been perfect. Oh, man. Once that dawned on me, like, oh, I have to. (laughs) Oh, shit. Well, anyway, uh, I don't don't know. Because it's apparent at this point that Thor can kill him. Yeah. And that's really the only person that can. Because Tony... Tony Stark's just gonna get washed. Yeah, and like Captain, like Captain America's useless. Black yeah. Widow's fucking useless. <laughs> Buck is useless. Well, he's out. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like, who else is there? I mean, there's there's Rocket. There's 
Okay. There's Hulk, who will come back in the next movie. I guarantee that. Yeah, and hopefully he comes back smarter. Yeah. And doesn't act like a toddler. Right. They they did a good job of setting that up in Thor 3, though. Yeah. A little toddler, so when he says no, he doesn't want to fight. Like It's like, oh, that's yeah. exactly what a baby would do. Yep. Yeah, so, I mean, like of the people that are left, the only people that can do anything, really, it's like Thor... Iron Man has to really step his game up if he wants to do fucking anything. Yeah. And Hulk, and then they're introducing Captain Marvel. She can obviously do something. And probably Adam Warlock's coming through. Okay. And he can do something. That's like it. But if he's got the Infinity Stones, which basically makes him unstoppable, how the fuck are they going to stop him? That is a great question. Now, it, they <laughs> did kind of show that like the gauntlet got, was was messed up from him doing that. Oh, okay. So he may not be able to wield all the stones now. He's strong enough that he could probably use one at a time, mm-hmm. but all of them, I don't know about that. Okay. Well, that's cool. He like he's on his home planet by himself and it's just it's on his nightstand and he's just coming out of the shower <laughs> and Thor's there with his fucking axe and he's like he just he's looking at the at the gauntlet looking at thor and just going back and forth oh, looking shit. at him and he tries to die for it and thor's like no and he just throws the axe this out. time i aim for the head <laughs> <laughs> just domes him with his axe yeah that's it yeah yeah that's infinity war too yeah that was a, that that's it and then the rest of the movie is them doing the boogie down challenge and all the dances from Fortnite. Because I'm sure there's going to be a reference to it. Yep. (laughs) Thanos is going to get his own daytime television show where he sings about how much he loves uh, you and me and each other. That'd be good. I love you. You (laughs) love me. And then Gamora as a child is going to come back and be the little green dinosaur. Yeah. We got got Baby Bop out here. Baby Bop. (laughs) God damn, what a name. What a name. Baby Bop. All right, I think that's all I got. You you know what? There was a question. Regarding Infinity War? Yeah. This question comes from Danger Froggy. This question is regarding spoilers from Infinity War, so I'm reading it right now, mainly because of that, uh, before the, the outro music plays. All right. Hey, guys, why can't Thanos use the Infinity Gauntlet to solve the universe's scarcity problems? Oh, why does he got to be like half of everything got to go? How does he know half is the right amount? Did he do a bunch of math or randomly arrive at that conclusion because it was neat that he could balance a pocket knife on his finger? (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, love the podcast. Keep it spicy. Um, I would definitely say it's because he found out he could balance a knife on his finger. Yeah, like... Because he's done this in other places already where he just takes out half the population and it's like, oh, but see, it worked. I think it's just a matter of that. Like, well, I could probably solve their scarcity problems or I can just call half the world and now I'm right. (laughs) And there's a very American solution coming from Thanos. Yeah. Uh, There's better ways to do this, but... Uh, let's just do it this way. This one kind of proves my point, so... Yeah. yeah. There's also, no reason to do any more here's, research. Here's a question. What's up? So Gamora's home planet, he already called half the population. Were they part of the finger snap? Do they just lose another half? Yeah, probably. That sucks. There's like no nuance applied. Yeah. It's just like, uh, everything, everything, everything. Everywhere I've been before. 
And now the crawl, they had like six people on their planet. Now they're down to one and a half. Yep. What? So what happens if there is a, an odd amount of people on a planet? I also want to know, because it's truly random distribution, you could theoretically have a planet that was untouched. And you can have another planet that loses 70% of their population. Like, how, how is this? What, what are the numbers on this? Is it like you take every individual city and lose half? Or is it like... And why did the snap sound like somebody actually snapping their fingers versus a metal, metal. gauntlet snapping? Yeah, dramatic effect. Huh. Very strange. Maybe maybe that's why the gauntlet is fried, because it used all of its power <laughs> to make sure it sounded like finger snapping <laughs> rather than metal. I don't know. Yeah. That's the really hard part about the Infinity Stones. <laughs> we can make metal sound like flesh. And Crazy, that's why right? you can't solve the universe's scarcity problems. Because we decided to do that one thing. Yeah. I'm sorry. Spend too much effort on that. Shout out to giant dwarf Peter Dinklage. <laughs> Living his dream being a giant dwarf. That was so fucking weird. That was, it was pretty funny, though. Thanos said these are his hands now. Oh, no. No. Is he English? Or is he American? I don't know. Let's look this up. Mm. The last name of Dinklage, I'm going to guess English. <laughs> the Dink. Oh, he's American. Huh. He's also a little bit taller than I was expecting. What is he, like 4'10? Well, 4'5, but yeah. Oh. I don't, know. When I, I don't know. I guess when I think of dwarves, when I think of little people, like I just kind of think of like half of... Someone, uh, an average height, so I was expecting okay. lower, but, you know, that makes more sense. I just thought about something. How the fuck are they going to handle the Marvel Cinematic or the Marvel Television shit? I think they're going to they're gonna write in, like, either that or they're just going to... Half the people disappear from fucking... What, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D.? Just get knocked out. Yeah. I mean, if they... Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. would be a no-brainer. Because yeah. they would they would have to. I mean... Yeah, as, they, as long as they're keeping up, yeah, then the they would have to. Super tied into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But something like uh, Daredevil... Yeah. I mean, is... Matt, I hope they make fucking Iron Fist disappear. Get him out. <laughs> get him out. That'd be pretty good. That'd I mean, are they... Are they doing more seasons in this coming year? Yeah, Luke Cage is coming out in June. Mm, okay, so it's either going to take place beforehand or it's going to address that. Jeez. It would be an interesting storyline of like him being in Harlem and, you know, suddenly half the neighborhood's gone. <laughs> That'd be pretty dope. Like, That'd be pretty dope. It would make for some interesting storylines. And then, like, people start busting out of prison and shit. Yeah, because, I mean, now you have a post-apocalyptic modern world. Yeah. The most annoying thing about trying to find this information right now is that, like, nobody's actually just got it posted. They've got, like, long, very wordy articles. Yeah. I was The same thing happened when I was looking through. I was trying to talk with someone about all the people who died. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's not a lot of like easily digestible lists of this stuff. It's like with commentary, and, yeah. which makes sense. But it also makes sense that there would just be a fucking list. <laughs> I, I'm looking at an old image where it says the Inhumans are coming out. 
Which they gave up on that, right? Did they? I, don't, I, I thought they did a TV show, fucked it up, and said, all right, we're never doing that again. That sounds correct. Okay. Marvel, what is it, Phase 4? Yeah, it would be Phase 4. Okay. Oh, jeez. Yeah, a lot of this stuff is unconfirmed or untitled. Yeah. Nova, Warlock. The Thunderbolts, Avengers X. That that's fake. I saw that today. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't. There's not a lot that's actually announced, and I think part of that's because of. Uh, okay, the only things that are confirmed are Spider-Man Two, Guardians Three, and Black Widow. I guess she's getting a standalone movie. <laughs> What's that gonna be about? It better be a spy movie. <laughs> it better be, and it better be fucking good. Yeah, because if it's bad, like when you. Take a risk. I mean, as if having a female lead is really a risk. But I mean, like, you know, Black Panther having a 90%, 95% all-black cast, that's a bit of a risk. But, like, I would say doing Black Widow as as a lead. Especially, <laughs> and everybody, if, all right. Everybody who survives fucking the culling from Thanos better come back fucking super jaded if yeah. they still have their memories yeah and be, like be down as fuck to kill I mean yeah Black Widow was already pretty fucking down and now yeah. she's got to be like cynicism cynicism maxed <laughs> yeah cynicism on 10 uh, I would let you live but well we made that mistake before or or the other way to walk away from that is that you feel all life is precious and you'll never kill again. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be pretty solid. It's one or the other. (laughs) Yeah. I think I would just, I would lean extra hard into one of them becoming like a craven murderer. Yeah, yeah. Captain America, he's out here, just goes full full beard on it, lets his hair get real messy. No, he just shaves all of his oh, hair. Oh, yeah. He just that. got a really gnarly beard and a shaved head, <laughs> yeah. and he's just murdering people. I'm Captain America, Sons of Anarchy edition. <laughs> all right, well, that's it for the Infinity War talk. Yeah, no more, no more spoilers. Yeah. Uh, insert music cue. I don't know what song I'm going to play. It's the end of the world as we know it. <laughs> That'd be pretty good. Yeah, yeah, but a, a little bit too on the nose. So I don't want I don't want any of our uh, cyber sleuths to to take that as a spoiler as well. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. Questions from the subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash real nerd hours. God damn. All right. 085X asks, what's up, you sexy sons of bitches? Again, love the podcast. I'm wondering if we can find Denzel a waifu. Maybe, dare I say, a tournament? Call it Waifu's Battle for D. 
I think that would be hilarious. Um, if I weren't categorically opposed to waifus and like 2D waifus, 2D girlfriend things, if I weren't super against that, then I'd say yes. <laughs> I mean, it would be funny, but like... It would just be me like being like super cynical the entire time. <laughs> I guess that's what you guys are here to listen to. Though. I guess so. Yeah. So it might happen. You never know. I mean, if that's if what you're looking for is creating a list of the best waifus and then Denzel just shitting on the concept of liking 2D girls, <laughs> then yeah, by all means, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, even I never really had any form of wife like there's i guess i'm more down with it than he, i'm definitely more down with it than denzel is but like i don't know i had a discussion about like oh who's your wife and i'm like i don't know i never was really that into any one anime I don't girl know. i'm not a fucking loser well yeah <laughs> <laughs> except that's wrong so <laughs> Vlork920 or Vlork, I don't know, whatever. I'm, I'm just going Vlork920 asks, Howdy, fellas. Just wondering if you guys are hyped at all for the supposed new Kanye dropping June 1st and the Kanye Cuddy collab, Kid See Ghost, dropping June 8th. Love the show. Been here since episode one and it gets better every week. Oh, thanks, buddy. Shout out to all my day one heads out yeah, there. What up, fuck yeah, what up, gang? You guys have been here since the show was really bad. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Well, things, things were rough back then. Yeah, but no, I'm not excited for either project. Uh, <sighs> if we, so, goddamn, I went on a, a rant about Kanye on Twitter, but I'm not going to. We're going to skip that uh, version I'll, I'll, for now. I'll just do a quick thing. My man said today or yesterday, very recently, that slavery was a mindset. Yo, like any sliver of hope I had for him right now is out. Yeah. That's, that's a shit. wild shit. And I, I cannot co-sign that. At I all. watched that video. He said, like slavery was there for 400 years, yeah, man. 400 years. That sounds like a choice to me, dog. Like, are you like, fucking kidding me? Damn, dog. You have no idea how subjugation works. Like, fuck, seriously. Fuck Kanye. Oh, fuck Kanye. He's so stupid. And all he does is use his platform to spread ignorance. Or that's what he's been doing yeah, the last yeah. couple of years. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. no, I'm not looking forward to his new projects, despite how I feel about his political leanings or like what he says. Uh, although, granted, he doesn't actually have political leanings. He just says spicy shit to get attention for it. Yep. And one day, probably not anytime soon, that's going to shoot him in the foot. But uh, shout outs to him having like half black kids and then saying slavery is a choice Dude, and yeah. him being black himself. What a fucking. All right. Yeah, well, anyway. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, uh, I, this is what happens it, when you you're get, raised middle class. When you got money. And you're pretending to be hood. And so people think you're down, but you're not because you never experienced anything like that. No. No. Yeah. And all those Ralph Lauren polos your mother bought you. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, you, you were definitely struggling, Kanye. Well, anyway, yeah. Uh, no, I'm not looking forward to either of these projects, mainly because Kanye's last good album was My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Jesus sucked dick. Uh, the Life of Pablo sucked dick. Yeah, I was okay with Jesus. I could not get behind Life of Pablo. The Life of Pablo. The the one one of the biggest problems that I have with Kanye is like 
the um, juxtaposition between like the artistry of his beats on occasion and then his fucking lyrics. Yeah. So Father Stretch My Hands as a good example. It's got this really dope soul sample and it, the the chorus is on point uh, with feature on the hook. And then he comes in on like... Th- so the chorus, the pre-chorus beat uh, with the choir and then the the chorus with future dope but as soon as it drops into the verse it's just like the weakest casio shit i've heard ever and he starts out like if i'm fucking this model and she just bleached her asshole and if i get bleach on my t-shirt i'm gonna look like an asshole i was like I turned it off. I just turned it off. It's just, I said, no, we're not doing this today. We're not doing this. We ain't about this right and now. Kid Cudi hasn't been good ever. He's I, had some joints. Yeah. He's had some joints, like some some for real joints that ring off. Uh, Pursuit Happiness was really good. Day and Night, the Crookers remix. I don't know if you cats remember that far back, almost 11 years ago. That was wild. Yeah. Um, those joints were sick, but... Cuddy has sucked for a long time. I yeah, I never really fucked with Cuddy, mostly because I didn't smoke weed like that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I only like real specific Cuddy joints. So it's like, I feel like they could make really good stuff, but I also don't really have high hopes for it. But on top of all that, yo fuck Kanye right now. <laughs> yeah, dog. Like I don't want to put any money in his fucking pockets at all. Not to say that I mean. This is this is how you get into like the weird conversation about boycotting people because I don't feel like boycotting him. At least me saying that I personally am boycotting him is going to do anything to affect him because it's not mm-hmm. and because I I never bought his shit like that. So it's not like my I don't know point zero zero one cent per song streamed by him yeah. is making that big of a difference, but it's certainly going to make me not want to look at any of his projects. And like, to be completely clear, I don't think he actually believes any of the shit that he's saying. It's just that he's saying controversial shit. So people pay attention to him. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of on the fence on this. Cause like I can definitely see like, if it turns out that that was true, I wouldn't be shocked. But I could also see him just, like, being so far up his own ass. And, like, he's he thinks he's arriving at these conclusions himself, right? Like, he thinks he's, you know, Descartes doing a thought experiment. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, my God. No, slavery was a mindset the whole time. Or, you know, you know why are all blacks Democrats when they haven't done shit for us? But the Republicans freed the slaves. Oh, think about that. Like, you know, he... he thinks he's arriving at these conclusions himself but it was surely influenced by someone else that he's just with he's, he's he, so this is my guess uh he started looking at shit on youtube yeah and he came across like youtubers yeah. right-wing black youtubers and he started listening to their shit and then one of the videos he saw uh disingenuously points out that Abraham Lincoln was a Republican and he freed the slaves despite the fact that there was a notable switch in in parties. Oh, <laughs> there was a great tweet like uh, Crank T. Nelson posted like right as we were starting this episode. I'm going to oh, pull right. it up because I need to say this verbatim. Good. And it's fuck Kanye for a long time. 
because it's not and the the thing is is it's not his political leanings or his thought processes uh that I'm I'm against. It's the fact that he's got a huge audience and that these kids who jock the fuck out of him are suddenly going to start believing that slavery was a choice because Kanye said it. And it's not to any fault of their own. They're fucking kids. Yeah. And you know how the American school system gets when it comes to actually teaching history involving people of color. Right. They probably don't even... controversial history? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. In one history book, they even started saying that... uh, that or they didn't say verbatim that the slaves came over of their own choice, but it made it seem like they came over of their own volition. There, there was also a, a, all kinds of sanitization of the Trail of Tears. Yeah, or like any of the atrocities we've committed against Native Americans. Well, like, don't want me in that. <laughs> we've no. Nah. I know. Well, yeah. <laughs> True. I ain't done shit. <laughs> we we know who did it. <laughs> yeah. Keep your third eye open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but America as the we. So yeah, uh, the royal we. Yeah. So on on or, Abraham. Excuse me. The democratically elected we. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so on on the Republican Party being the party of Lincoln. Since modern. Since modern Republicans are definitely the party of Lincoln, it's kind of weird that they cry and shit their pants every time a Confederate statue gets torn down. <laughs> He's got a point there. Yeah. Mm. Very strange. Huh. Yeah, party uh, of Lincoln, huh? Hey, oh, we can't be mad about Donald Trump getting elected, but you know what? We just got to get over it. Yeah. We lost. We got to get over yeah. it. But when it comes to Confederate statues... You know what? That's a symbol of our history. Yeah, come on. Heritage, not hate. Yeah. <laughs> that's a fucking joke. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. That's enough on that. Fuck Kanye. Uh, I want to say fuck Kid Cudi, too, but, like... I don't... I don't there's I no reason to say fuck Kid Cudi. I haven't really heard about him in quite some time. Uh, he's a, He's been dealing with a lot of, like, mental health stuff. Oh. Uh, as far as I've heard. And, like, best wishes to your mans. He was, yeah. having, a, he was having a rough go of it for a little while. If I recall correctly, he's uh yeah back at it. All right, making really shitty music. <laughs> Sick. All right, Samurai Jack the Face Ripper asks: Now that Double Dare is getting a revamp, it got the old nostalgia flowing, and I was wondering what were your favorite show growing up that contained a physical challenge? Double Dare, Guts, Legend of the Hidden Temple. It seemed like there were always some weird challenges on shows. And not that it was a kid's show, but American Gladiators was an easy transition, too, because my stepdad always watched WWF. Favorite in any age category would be MXC, a.k.a. Takeshi's Castle. Yeah. Is it Takeshi's Castle or Takashi's Castle? Uh, it's, I think it would technically be Takashi. But, Takashi. Uh, <laughs> Takashi. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's an E. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anywhere, though. Uh T A K E. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah, not Takashi sixty nine. I was like, oh. Yeah. Nah, nah, nah. Did he name himself after that? <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> no. What would be even better is if the answer was still yes. He just misspelled it. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised. He uses a six for an S and a nine for an N. It makes no damn sense, my guy. Not at all. How are you calling yourself the king of New York and you can't rap? <laughs> fuck out of here anyway well 
I I was really down with guts. Like, I really wanted to be on that show when I was a kid. Is that the one where they have to guess what the kid's special ability is? No, that's a What Do You Do. Okay. That one was fun, too. I really enjoyed that show. I probably watched that one more than the rest. But the one I wanted to be on the most was Guts. That was the one with the aggro crag where you have to, like, climb up the big-ass glowing mountain. And then, like, if you get, if you win, you, like, win a piece of the big-ass mountain. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that one's cool. Uh, what What about... The one where you have to like jam your arm into the nose and reach around in there for like a little flag or something. That was uh, that was Double Dare. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Double Dare was cool. Legends of the Hidden Temple was my shit. Yeah, that one was honest. cool. But that one looked way harder than the rest. It was. Like, no apparently. one's winning shit. <laughs> yeah, I, I was listening to an interview with uh, Mark Summers, and he was like, part of the reason why kids weren't winning often on that show was because the way that they had to shoot. I think they shot for like 12 hours or something. And then they would film each challenge right after the next. So it would be, it would be like, um, or not right after the next, but they would have six teams. Each team has to do a dry run of the challenge and then the challenge. Okay. And then after a certain point, when they do the final challenge where you have to like go get the golden monkey and come back out, yeah. the kids are so tired and like stuffed with pizza that oh, like man. they couldn't even think. Oh man! Like they would just be beat, so yeah. they they wouldn't actually be capable of winning. He said that they would film five episodes a day, but or five episodes a week. But he didn't say how many uh, weeks they would go mm. in a in a row. But uh, he said essentially like they had three winners a month. Or something wow, like that. that's ridiculous. Yeah, some super low number. Because the kids couldn't be on their A game. Because no. they were just tired yeah, after the and entire like, day. On top of that, it's like the stress of doing this. And you know it's on national television. Like, Yeah, and then there's a studio audience. Yeah, that's crazy. But He, yeah. he even talks about how he coached some of the kids. Like, sure. Or there's like a little pit, apparently, in front of... The final challenge area, Mm -hmm. there's like a little pit in front of it where the camera can't see. But what they would do is they would take all the kids and go into the pit and just like encourage the person to finish and like be shouting at them to keep going or move faster or something. Because they give you three minutes and after that three minutes over, that's it. Uh, And a lot of people just couldn't finish because they were just like beat. Yeah. And sad. Wild. Yeah. The, the hidden history of Legends of Hidden Temple. Don't you watch that fucking adaptation. Don't watch it. Did you hear about that? No. Apparently they're making a kid's movie. Oh, uh, what? Nickelodeon original movie. Legends of the Hidden Temple. So it's probably going to be like a group of kids actually going in and having to do all the challenges. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Okay. <laughs> yep. All right. <laughs> I'm not watching that. Me neither. And in a similar vein, Juice Campbell asks, Sup, my dudes? Just out of curiosity, what are your favorite 90s cartoon networks and Nickelodeon cartoons? How do you feel about modern cartoons and the way they've changed over the past two decades? Doggy, I love Hey Arnold. Oh, Hey Arnold was great. Hey, Hey Arnold, man, like, there's still some episodes that get me. Like that episode where Eugene has that friend and they meet the actor and the actor's a huge piece of shit. Oh, and then the yeah. kid starts acting like a huge piece of shit because yeah. of the actor. And I was just like, damn, dog. That's like, 
that's that's that hits me right in the heart yeah there's that, some, oh, some serious real shit that goes down on that show and the the spooky train the haunted train episode you get shit out of me when i was a kid <laughs> i i also like uh scooby-doo a whole lot i still will watch anything scooby-doo oh man i i used to like scooby-doo but i got real over it i guess like even as a kid it felt formulaic and yeah. i just wasn't about it after that's a fair. point so yeah i I was really into Ed and Eddie, Powerpuff Girls, and Angry Beavers were probably my top three. I was definitely about those. And then, of course, like Dragon Ball, Sailor Moon, you know, yeah, the, yeah. The, the, the early workings of Weeaboo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Aqua Teen Hunger Force was one of my favorites. Oh, I love Aqua Teen. Um, it took me a while to get into C-Lab, but once I really started to appreciate it, I was really into it. That was one of the ones that I couldn't watch at all. <laughs> there was one episode, actually, that I really fucked with, but the rest of them I thought were like really bad. I think it was the episode where... Uh, the captain gets stuck under the soda machine. Oh, like, that was the one that like got me into it. Yeah, that was. <laughs> I had been watching it for a little bit before that, and that was the one with the scorpion, right? Oh, I think so. Yeah, and it well, I remember like the the end of it was like it was all part of Aqua Teen the whole time. Like that was this weird twist ending <laughs> that made no sense. <laughs> not a surprise. Not a surprise. Yeah, and then there was one thing that sticks out to me was like having a child actor on the show where he turns out he's just a huge asshole and then somebody keeps saying like i wouldn't touch chubby cox with a 10-foot pole because the kid's name was chubby cox oh god uh i don't know this is two random memories from that show but that that episode where murphy gets stuck underneath the the soda machine is yeah. one of my favorite ones that was good that's uh, good Mm, was there anything else oh the modern cartoons yeah and how that i think modern cartoons have a much higher production quality now because like back in the day things were much harder so it's like probably still the same amount of effort just now with the same effort you get better results but like they tend to sneak in a lot more morals even if they don't actually hit you over the head with it. They like sneak in a lot of like these progressive agendas, which is totally fine by me. It's just <laughs> I don't necessarily agree with a lot of it. Well, no, I mean, but like I said, it, it's not beaten over your head. Like in Clarence, there's um, a character that has two moms and like, uh-huh. it's never addressed. It's just this character has two moms and that's oh. it. Okay. So stuff like that, I'm totally cool with, but I, I think there's more of that now than there would have been if that same show was produced yeah instead of instead of having two moms it would have just been something wild homophobic oh yeah (laughs) it would have had like just a mad homophobic dad (laughs) yeah Yeah. uh and i i think i don't know obviously not having been an adult in the 90s i don't think there were as many adults watching cartoons back then i think that's more our generation growing up and just never really growing out of that because i know a lot of people older than me that were really into steven universe or <laughs> flapjack or you know anything they would just it's cartoons gumball is one of my favorites gumball's uh, good <laughs> it's really fun man there was a segment that they did uh 
the uh, I'm not even gonna explain it. I'm not even gonna <laughs> Don't worry it. about it. It's really good though. Yeah, like <laughs> I haven't sat down and watched an actual episode of Gumball, but every clip I see makes me want to watch it. Yeah, I'm we so spoiler alert, when I used to go to cons more heavily, what we'd end up doing half the day is because we were super hungover, is just lay around and then put it on Cartoon Network. Yeah. And Gumball would be on most of the day. <laughs> it was either that or Teen Titans Go. And Gumball surprised me because at first I thought it was just loud and fucking annoying, which it is. But it's actually still very funny despite well, right. that. One of the things that changed recently in cartoons is that you'll notice that there's no silence throughout the entire episode hmm. in a lot of cartoons. If, you'll notice it a lot when you watch SpongeBob because the earlier episodes, there will they'll play on the silence a little bit. Yeah, People won't be talking right after each other at all times. But now when you go back and watch like some of the more recent episodes, I don't even know if the show is still going. I think it is. Okay. And I think, now I, I feel like I should mention that I failed to mention that SpongeBob was my jam. <laughs> jellyfish jam hey uh <laughs> but there was definitely a shift like after the movie came out and where like the animation got better but the jokes got worse yeah but apparently at some point like 2016 or so they got back some of their original writers so the show got better again oh cool i haven't sat down and watched any of the new episodes but I still fuck with the old episodes heavy. Some of them are really fucking good. <laughs> Some of them are really good. Yeah. But yeah, there's a, in the more recent shit, I don't know if, well, if they brought back some of their old writers, I don't know if this is going to be the case, but the, I would say there's less than half a second of silence yeah. between whenever anybody talks. That's crazy. Yeah. you'll If you go watch it, uh, some of their old episodes and then watch the new ones, you'll see. I also fucked with SWAT cats back in the day. Yeah. Zalora Silver says, This is for Denzel. I understand your hate for the MGS series of games, and will agree with you on how it does tend to be up its own ass story-wise. But, I want to hear your thoughts on a game that you should hate more for reasons of an impossible story to follow. Kingdom Hearts. Also, if you're part of the point... If you're part of the one millionth of the population that has played every KH game, every game is canon, by the way, on the several handfuls of different platforms that they spread across on PlayStation, Nintendo, cell phone, etc. So you can get all 100% of the story. You get no reward. Only a good job and a handshake for me. I, I'm just going to jump on the Kingdom Hearts thing real quick. First, I think Connie did actually play every Kingdom Hearts game. <laughs> I don't know if she's beaten them all, but I can't say that she's at least played them all. I'm pretty certain. And yeah... That is the dumbest, worst story to possibly try and follow because every game is canon. And I want to really... Zalora touched on this, but I really want to, to illustrate the point for you. There is a game that's a mobile game. I forget what it's called. It's a pretty decent game. But the character you play as is a creative character. And you just kind of go through Disney games and, you know, do your thing. And it's, you know, it's a mobile game. It's the same typical mobile game kind of stuff. That's canon. Your creative character is canon. Because that they explained in the movie, that's a <laughs> spinoff of their mobile game. 
Yikes. Your character that was part of these guilds of Keyblade Masters, they did one this big-ass thousand years war, whatever kind of Lord of the Rings fight, and then that led to some of the events in the dumbass prequels that led to <laughs> some of the events in the original Kingdom Hearts. Like, this is all canon. It's a dumb, dumb game. Anyway, what are your thoughts? Uh, never played... Ooh, I, that's not true. I tried to play through the first two, <laughs> and I just couldn't get through them. Um, I don't remember why. I don't think I had the patience for it. This was around the time that I was kind of phasing out JRPGs. Oh, sure. Because you have to do so much fucking grinding. Yeah, Kingdom Hearts is kind of weird because it's like the game wants you to grind, but you don't actually have to. You just have to be very good at it. But if you... <laughs> like. If you got that good at it, that means you've played a lot of it, which means you've probably grinded and it's not your first playthrough anyway. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Never got through any of them. I don't have an opinion on them one way or the other, but if the story's impossible to follow, there's no way that I'd get into it. Yeah, like, I like the games. The games play very well. The worlds are good. The music's good. Like, there's a lot that's very good about it, but the story... I rank among the worst atrocities against humanity. <laughs> <laughs> On the other hand, Simple and Clean is a nice song. Yeah. When you walk away, you don't hear me say, please, oh, oh baby. baby, don't go. Simple and Clean is the way that you make it me feel tonight. It's all tonight. Oh, I didn't know that last part. I'm glad you came in with no, that. I got, I got you, fam. Yeah, she's right. coming back for Kingdom Hearts three. Is she? Yeah, better be <laughs> simple and clean. The trap remix. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's gonna be the interlude music in here. I'm there gonna put go. some fucking simple and clean trap shit. Hell yeah. <laughs> oh man. So King D D D asks, "Sup, cowards? This one's a holdover from episode sixty-eight, since I don't think I edited my post in time to include it. But what does Real Nerd Hour's top five list of mattress actresses, dead or alive or retired, look like? John and Michael's got some love last episode, so I, I've got an idea of the genre of woman that might be atop both your lists. But who knows? Maybe some Emma Watson-style starlet is right up there." Dog. That's a good ass question. It, these it would all be like answers from when I was like a kid. Yeah, I don't. Th there's gonna be some like some, I know, right? Some old school stuff. Uh, I'll, I'll give out some some names that are kind of timeless for me. You know, from all eras. Uh, there's one girl, Lily Ty. Oh, I remember Lily Ty. Yeah, she was real good, and it's funny because like, I didn't even really like a lot of her work all that much but there was one video in particular that i was just down with it like starts with an interview with her and yeah mm -hmm. it's real good uh there's uh this one girl she's not even i mean she was more like a cam girl than a porn star but she went by the name of christina model that kind of like she was kind of my gateway into like that genre of like teasing models mm -hmm. that's that's a whole nother thing but yeah, she's she's. I think she's still working actually, but has long since passed her prime. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I gotta, you know, I gotta give a shout out to her. Oh, and there's a, a a Japanese actress goes by the name of Julia. Like that's that's the only name I can 
a tribute to her, but she got some real, some real tickle bitties. And, uh, yeah, she's just real attractive and has like a sort of more older sort of refined, uh, air to her. Uh, this is kind of, I don't know. I like it. That's a good, this is, this is an excellent question. Yeah. I, I mean, like the funny thing is like, I can name like four or five women off top that have like similar body types. Like, yeah, that's the crazy thing. Like, I was looking at, like, different flavors of the same thing when I was a teenager, as it turns out. Um, Yeah, I mean. It's really, I mean, like, as as an example, right? Like, just three off rip, Ivanati, Gianna Michaels, and Vanessa Blue basically all look the same except they have different skin tones yeah um i guess darling would be one um she does some real freaky shit eva angelina could get it yeah eva angelina is another one uh what's her name oh god she retired recently lisa ann oh yeah you know i was never i never really like went out of my way for her work but that is a name that is a household name yeah yeah she she, yeah lisa ann was one of one of the top top for me uh there's another woman fuck can't remember her name she was she was another one can't she was she was big around the same time as lisa ann she uh i i can guarantee if i search her name or search for her. I want to. I want to give her the proper respect. <laughs> Ava Divine. Ava Divine. I don't know her. Yeah, I've, that's that's one of the classics. And then Sophie something or other is another one. Uh, and again, like a lot of these women look similar. <laughs> They look similar. Um, they're not all palette swaps of each other, but they they look about the same. Yeah. Um, I stopped remembering names as soon as I found the tube sites. Yeah, it's uh, like porn stars are such in lower demand. Like, I don't care about any individual women because it's like like you yeah. know for fapping material, obviously. <laughs> well, shout outs to Cherokee da ass. And uh, Pinky, yeah. God damn, I know, I know a lot more names than I thought I would. Yeah, you know, thinking thinking about it, yeah, I, you know, yeah. there's a lot. Yep, <laughs> but yeah, like all of that's from before because now it's just yeah, whatever's are, there. Just <laughs> those were peak when I was in high school, dog. Like yeah. all those women that I just named were popping like 10 years ago yeah i'd like to see i mean not in like a weird perv way but i'd like to see what they're up to now because i heard a story uh, again this goes back to john ronson's thing i think either that or it was Jesus and marrow yeah. uh oddly enough so there was a porn actress who retired from porn but went into real estate and whenever she posts like something on her instagram about real estate it's just there's always some asshole that's on there that's like bitch bust it wide open <laughs> or like i seen you deep throat like yeah. why are you trying to front like this yeah. or some shit it's real disgusting yeah that's that's gotta suck like and i'm sure that's a very large reason of why you know all these most of these people choose stage names 
that have yeah. nothing to do with their real name. Well, th- that's why you get recognized. People can look at you. Oh yeah. Oh definitely. Nobody's I mean, wearing like a luchador mask getting plowed. Right. Like if I saw <laughs> if I saw Gianna Michaels on the street and you know she's out here like no, I'm Rachel. I'm like nah nah. I've seen you many times <laughs> at several different angles. I know what you look like. <laughs> I, I would never if, if I, mean, I saw yeah, I would never I do would, that to anyone, but yeah, I wouldn't expect you to. You seem like a nice gentleman. <laughs> yeah, I also you know, that's one of those things where I probably would I just wouldn't even admit to it. Like unless I was having a conversation with them, but it's like, oh oh I know you. All right. <laughs> so oh God. I, I'm this is actually kind of embarrassing to admit. Uh oh. Um there was a woman that I had ran into Way long ago. This was when I was like 24, 25. Uh, I ran into her. And where were we? I think we were at like a brewery or something. Uh-huh. And I was just like, I don't know why, but you look super familiar to me. Ooh. Do, do, were you in this class at Mesa, the junior college that I used to attend? She was just like, no, try again. I was like, <laughs> did we work together at Kinko's? She was like, no. And she didn't tell me. She she didn't fill me in on it. Okay. But like later, like maybe I don't know, like a month or so later, saw her on a porn site. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> well, that's really uh, that explains a lot. Yeah. That oh wow, I can't imagine what that would feel like. Yeah, I mean, that's got to be it's fucking wild. When I was younger, I probably wasn't even given a fuck like that. But like now, as an adult, it's probably like, well, in the same way that you don't want to bother famous people. Yeah. Uh, like I, I remember this post on Twitter, like your most mundane celebrity interactions that you've ever had in your life. Like I saw Michael Jai White at a fish dish in Los Angeles yeah. when I was living there. And I just waved at him and he just waved back. Yeah. And like that's the type of interaction I'm sure they want to have versus yeah, like people don't want to be fucking bothered. Yeah, nobody wants to be like, uh, like let's take a picture, dog. Let's let's let me hug up on you, dog. Like what's good? There was that there was a football player on Jesus and Marrow. Arian Foster. Yeah, Arian Foster is like, yeah, I was just at a at dinner, woman comes up to me and she's like, yo, sign my baby, and then just plops a baby on the table. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, shit. Oh, god damn. That's awful. That's gotta be an awful existence. <laughs> yeah, that is, that is terrible. It's, it's super weird, like, being recognized when you're not actually famous. Like, I'm sure for her, that's probably happened multiple times, but she's not, like, she's not a no. name that you would recognize. She's not, you know, actually famous, but... No. People have seen her. Like, I've been approached by people in the FGC that, like, I don't know them. They're like, hey, you're Bushido Brown, right? And I'm like, yeah, what's up? And, like, for me, it's, you know, such a seldom experience that it doesn't bother me or anything. Or, like, I've been with Nikki. She's gotten recognized plenty. Yeah, I bet. And, like, it's it's always pleasant interactions, but it's still strange of, like, you know me, but I have no idea who you are. Yeah. 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 But, like, if, say, you know, Samurai Jack the Face Ripper came up to one of us and, you know, like, if he introduced himself as that, I would be like, oh, hey, what's up? You know, yeah. I have no idea what you look like, but you know what? We're cool. That reminds me of when I went to the Dick Show live show live or however it was said at the time. But I ran into a few people that I knew 
through the internet like i you know them as sure. uh as brennan would say and like meeting them was like it was a different experience than having somebody else approach me that i had never spoken to before yeah. because like i was sitting there like kind of chilling with uh with andy and tasha and somebody else uh <laughs> and uh, and like random people would approach and it was just like hey and they would like relay some of their stories back to me, like or some of the things that they said that they thought was funny that I had said. Uh-huh. I'd be like, "Oh, oh, that's cool, that's cool." But like meeting somebody that you interact with even lightly from the internet is way different. Yeah, it puts things in a way different context. Definitely. But anyway, yeah, <laughs> a lot of porn stars out there. We should try to get one on the show. That uh, would be interesting. Yeah, yeah, it would be an interesting interview. Yeah, because that's that's an interest uh, an industry that I'm super curious about. Yeah, totally. And then like with, I mean, say like Sasha Gray for example. You know, she moved away from porn, and then she became she was voice acting on some games and stuff. Like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. She was on. I know at least Saints Row Three. I think it was. Okay. Yeah, but it was like she's been in stuff, and like she's really pivoted away from porn. Yeah, and she was a pretty big actress. Yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, you know what? I'll, I'll try to find. I'll try to find somebody. Not yeah. Mia Khalifa, though. No. She's not. No, that's okay. <laughs> yeah. I. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why I would say that. But no. No, I, I've seen some things she said. I don't want. <laughs> oh, is, it, is she a hot take artist? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, jeez. All right. No. No, thank you. Yeah. But, I mean, but, I. I make enough hot takes for the two of us already. Yeah. The last thing we need is somebody to come on here, the trying to outshine me in the hot takes department. No, no, not not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> not now, not never. There you go. Okay. All um, right. Before we close out, I want to go ahead and give a shout out to all the lovely, lovely patrons that keep us going. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We really appreciate you. Oh, I also need to give a special shout out before you even do that to Cocannon for I'm not I'm not gonna. I'm not going to out you, but thank you. Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) I know what you did, dog. Yeah. And if if you want to talk about it, then go ahead. But I'm not not going to put you out here. But, yeah, thank you. For real. Uh, So shout out to all the patrons out there that are helping us keep going. Uh, Dominic, shout out to you, Dance, Trashy Monkey, Kokenin, Dr. Dirty D, Rory, Princess Midna Ash. Ash, 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 Princess Midna. I don't know what order to read that in because it makes sense from either direction. <laughs> uh, Charles S. Gig Warp, Spitfire Fury, Smitty, X, the Janitor, X, oh, Nikki, uh, <laughs> Michael C., David M., Daniel, Mello, Yakara F., Chris W., Bryce D., Little Piggy Slasher, Alex H., <laughs> Charles K, uh, CJW, Samurai Jack the Face Ripper, Justin M, Mike C, Scythode, James A W, Connor N, Steve M, The Doll S, John O, Nazaren, Michael V, Joshua DP, Chio, Adrian T, Willard TK, Schmood. Danny P, Dad, again, who's neither of our fathers, Patrick M, Chet, and Saul. Yeah.
We appreciate all your support. It's doing a lot for us. If you want to support the show on Patreon, there's bonus material up there, mostly audio now. Uh, Patreon.com slash RealNerdHours is where you can find that. We we do things. We yeah. do things. We kind of mix it up on there. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Well, we have some goals up there. Uh, let me... I'm going to pause this real quick. All right. So we've got goals on the Patreon for certain dollar amounts uh, we'd like to hit at some points. Uh, Heavyweight Delicious, the travel and cooking show or the food and travel show that we recorded with my dad and the brewer uh john barberin uh those episodes uh if you want to hear more of that then you know we just need to hit 250 we'll actually bring back a season or not bring back we'll actually do a season of a D campaign at 300 uh and at 350 we'll do uh, the night school thing that I briefly spoke about in the discord where somebody gets extremely drunk and explains something to the class. And yeah, well, those are the three goals that we've got set. Uh, they range from two fifty to three fifty. Hopefully we can get there at some point. Hey, let's do it. Yeah. Um, is there anything else? Oh, update. I guess it's not like a huge deal. But we do have Patreon uh, roles in the Discord. We also have a Discord, if you weren't aware. You can join that at any point. But anyway, it's time to end the show. Yeah. You can follow the show on Twitter at XRealNerdHours. You can follow me on Twitter at ThatDenzel. You can follow Chet on Twitter at... Bushido Brown SD. Excellent. You can join us on the subreddit at reddit.com slash r slash realnerdhours. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast, And you can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash realnerdhours. Uh, again, thank you for listening, and we will see you next Thursday. Y'all have a good night.